Welcome to Love Essie, the podcast. Hi, everyone. This week's episode is called Let Down by the First. I finished the first book in a series and was kind of like, what? What was that? How? Poor K. Why? And had that been the first book I had read for that series, it wasn't, I probably wouldn't have wanted to continue with the series. Or I might have. I don't know. I'll get into that further. Um, And had it been the very first book by the author, I'm just saying, like, if this was an author that was new to me in 2021 and this was the book I've read, I would have been like, no, thanks, girl. Um, I'm good. Um, I have too many unread books, both on my physical and virtual shelves, to give you time. You're probably going, are you going to tell us which book and which author it was? I am. So I just finished reading Cold Hearted Rape by Lisa Klapis, which is book one in the, I don't know if it's Ravenel's or Ravenel's. I'm probably going to slip up and say both, but the Ravenel's, you know, but that's what I'm going to call them because it's the word Raven and then add E-L-S to it. So I'm just going to be like the Ravenel's. You're going to be like, eee, that's not really how you say that. Whatever. That's how Esther says it because <laughs> she got problems. So Cold-Hearted Break is the very first book in that series. It is not the first book from that series that I read. I actually first read Devil in Winter, which is book three. Then I think I at some point read Garrett's book, forgot about the series, um, or maybe it was just there was enough time. Nope, the books are a year apart. So I must have forgotten after Garrett's book, uh, I must have forgotten about the series. Then last two years ago, because 2019, did read Devil's Daughter. Then read last year Chasing Cassandra. I'm excited for Devil in Disguise. And then this year, I saw a lot of people talking about, okay, maybe not a lot of people, but there was definitely a Twitter thread talking about marrying Winterborn. And I remember thinking, well, the synopsis never really dove. The blurb never really, like called my name but let me give it a shot and then i read that and was like uh, oh 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 my my goodness this is wow like loved it so i was like all right well then um i kind of have to read cold-hearted break and i expected i think my expectations were pretty high and uh, it did not deliver oh no it did not um and you're probably like what explain Okay, so over the last, I want to say definitely since 2020, but I want to say over the last year and a half or so, I've been reading a, a lot of Lisa Klepas. Um I've just been borrowing them from the library. Some are definitely rereads. I think I had read some or all of the Wallflowers, but way back in the day. Um, and then I reread them. Same thing with um, The Gamblers of Craven. Like, I've just slowly been going through her backlist. She has two really, really old ones that are set in the U.S., like historical, but set in New Orleans or Louisiana. Mm. 
girl i'm mm, i was like oh these are these are really old and then i read them and i was like these are really old <laughs> you know when you go back and you read things from the past past and you're like Ugh. anyway that's not totally relevant to this uh specific book so cold-hearted break right it's this first book where we're meeting um the ravenels and they're going to have this whole series and i think that the book does a good job of setting up like introducing us to the many characters that we're going to see throughout the series right we meet um our two main characters are kathleen trainer trainer whatever trainer who cares um and De uh devon or devon ravenel i don't know because it's also i've heard devon and i've heard devon i don't know what the difference is anyway those are our two main characters right but we also meet Devon Devins, <laughs> sorry guys, Brother West, he gets his book, we meet, um, so Kathleen is married, and then there's Widow, like when we meet her, she's become a widow, and she was, the, her, um, her late husband, um, had three younger sisters, um, Helen, and a set of twins, Cassandra and Pandora, um, so we meet all of these people, and so I think that we meet Winterborn, um, a Reese, we meet him. So I feel like that part of the book is well done in that we get to meet these characters and we have a pretty good understanding of like who Pandora is, kind of who Cassandra is. Well, maybe not as much Cassandra, but definitely Pandora's character. Like you understand that she's not like your typical, you understand a lot about helen and helen and reese's romance kind of starts in this book um which i think is also why i was like after i read marrying winterborn i was like oh i have to read this because that's where their story really starts so i thought all of that was really strong and i enjoyed that where it all kind of um kind of falls apart for me um is the actual central bromance oh and one other thing that i thought was really well done or at least i thought was interesting this is a historical but at the moment in time that we're reading you know train travel is not like a future concept it is a now concept people are traveling by train so we see um the ravenels travel by train there's also uh, spoiler alert a train accident anyway um which if you read historicals a lot and I, I don't, I'm not good with what is Victorian, what is Regency, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a time period in London, people wear dresses, and by people, you know what I mean. Um, men are either wearing breeches or trousers, I don't know the, like, John will say, I don't, I don't go into detail, but I definitely have read other historicals where you're traveling from London to whatever random town by coach by carriage by wagon <laughs> by horse and in this one like in this book right Devon travels back and forth from London by train straight up terrain um so I thought that I actually really enjoyed that aspect because I was like oh okay cool like I've read books where there's talk of extending train tracks into an area and all the kerfuffle that can happen because of that. But I haven't really read anything where 
we're already in that moment in time where train travel is, you know, probably still for the upper, you know, upwardly mobile, wealthy, whatever, but it it it, it is happening. It's no longer like, that's a crazy concept, girl. It's like, no, girl, we're doing this, right? So all of that I enjoyed. But Kathleen and Devon, Devin, whatever we all, we gonna call him D. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call him D. Um yeah mm, no didn't enjoy them and i think that there are a few different layers right so we meet them and we're informed that like the ravenels or ravenels whatever um all of them have these crazy tempers and are just like fly off the handle and that's why her husband who's his cousin died because that's how so sorry maybe a little brief backstory devon d and kathleen meet because she is now a widow and he is now the next in line to inherit like everyone else in the family tree that is male of it male issue um is dead so (laughs) he literally was the next in line because had kathleen and her husband her late husband had kids then that would not be the case right she would be raising the future earl i believe that's what um homeboy was but they were married for three days before he dies. So no such thing. So, and a part of me is like, oh no, spoilers. And another part of me is like, the book came out in 2015. So it's been six years. Ooh, oh no. Um, so I will say the premise of a woman having to deal with her, the the new member of her husband's family, who is, you know, essentially in charge of everything, right? He, he The estate is now his. Everything there has to do with him. Um, is an interesting concept, right? Or it's an interesting thing to read. Like, how, how, does, how do you navigate that, right? You were married to the person who was in charge of everything, but that person is now gone. And, of course, this is at a time period where, like, you don't get to inherit anything because you're just the wife and you also didn't, you know, provide an heir so their their meaning is very sort of acrimonious like he's he's walking around with his brother being all like i can't wait to sell everything and get rid of this shit because i don't want this responsibility of course she overhears because of course she does and she's kind of like you know um weird about it or not weird about it but justifiably pissed off i guess um and then of course no a a relationship develops now what i think bothers me there are many things that bothered me um kathleen and devon it's not that i couldn't see them falling for each other it's not that i think that the building blocks for that were laid out i think it's the way in which it happens and honestly what really really ticks me off about her is not even so much her and him but how she is with her late husband's sisters. And it's not that she's a bitch or she's awful. She loves these girls, right? And, but I also think what, I guess what's throwing me off is she's not that much older than them. Helen is 21. I think the twins are supposed to be 17 or some nonsense. Kathleen, I think he's 24, (laughs) maybe 25, and was married for three days. So her acting like she's somehow this wiser woman to them 
I found annoying because I was like, you literally are very much not removed from them. Um, as you're reading, you find out that like they, she didn't even consummate the marriage with her husband. So like, I literally wanted to be like, why? I don't know. There was just something about the way that she spoke about the girls that kind of annoyed me because I think that she was like seeing herself as like and I understand that she was very much aware and very much ready to protect and defend them because she obviously didn't know if Devon and his brother were ever going to be like useful so that I was fine with but there was just things that I was kind of like and then of course in this book we start to see the matching up of Helen and Reese Winterborn and a part of that is coming from Devon because he's like if I can marry her off to this really rich guy we can get money that's going to help with this estate that's falling to pieces and Kathleen acts like that is like the worst possible thing that could happen except that's very standard and the norm and her marriage was not a love match unless she I'm trying to remember she was deluded enough to think it was a love match I don't think so so I think she thought that her and the dead man would get along really well and then it turned out not to be the case but it would have been different to me of her wanting you know all of that for Helen if she had had that but like you what I don't know there's just I didn't like her I don't know and I felt like and again had this been the first Lisa Kleypas I'd ever read I think I still would have read at least Mary Winterborn because I really like I've that's the other thing in this book our main couple is Kathleen and Devon Devon DV whatever D I was more invested in Reese and and Helen I wanted to know what was happening with them I was kind of like this book is done and I was like yeah but they have their own book Esther which you've read and I think that that to me is sort of a symbol of why this first book doesn't really work because another couple's story overshadowed theirs and we don't even get the whole story we literally get a very minor portion of that couple and yet they it's like you know when you watch a movie or a tv show and like this minor side character just completely steals the scene from all of the heavy hitters that's what this felt like i almost wish that the series had started with marrying winterborn right with Helen and Reese and then at the very end you get Kathleen and Devin's story told from you know a the perspective of like going into the past as opposed to starting in present day with them and I almost wish because again as a first book no no absolutely not like in this book I was like I wonder who Wes ends up with and I was like you've read that book you know who he ends up with I was like yeah you know like I definitely was way more curious about all the other characters and who they were going to be with and didn't really care about the main couple also kind of felt like Devin fell in love with very little I don't want to say very little conflict but I think that there were moments where I thought his realization of his feelings for for Kathleen would happen and they didn't. And then when they did, I was kind of like, I don't really buy this. There was just a lot there that I was kind of like, 
And I don't know if it needed to be longer um, or what the issue was. And it's interesting because in the other books, right, when this couple shows up, no problem. Like, they're cute, whatever. But in their own book, I was like, hmm, hmm, um, this is going to be a, a no for me. A, 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 a no, I, I don't, I don't think so. It is, it is not a working and it's fascinating to me because I'm actually going to read the blurb to you guys. Okay, so this is the book description. A Twist of Fate. Devon Ravenel, London's most wickedly charming rake, has just inherited an earldom. But his powerful new rank in society comes with unwanted responsibilities and more than a few surprises. His estate is saddled with debt, and the late Earl's three innocent sisters are still occupying the house, along with Kathleen, Lady Trenier, a beautiful young widow whose sharp wit and determination are a match for Devon's own, or de- whatever. A clash of wills. Kathleen knows better than to trust a ruthless scoundrel like Devon, but the fiery attraction between them is impossible to deny. And from the first moment Devon holds her in his arms, he vows to do whatever it takes to possess her. As Kathleen finds herself yielding to his skillfully erotic seduction, only one question remains. Can she keep from surrendering her heart to the most dangerous man she's ever known? Okay. Uh, most wickedly charming rake? He was like a lukewarm rake. Like, We saw no examples of him being rake at all. I didn't believe that. Um, Also, technically speaking, even though he's of a Ravenel, he wasn't from like the more like whatever branch. So he apparently doesn't belong to like the top gentlemen's clubs in London. He uh, belongs to like, I believe it's almost a second tier gentlemen's club. So I was just kind of like, And it's in, again, I'm saying for the longest, because again, this book came out in 2015. um, I have seen, oh, and in almost all the Lisa Kleypas ebooks, not all, but I feel like a good chunk of them, the first chapter for this book, the excerpt is there. And I just kept being like, why is the excerpt for this? And now I'm like, maybe it's because they knew that no one was going to enjoy this book, but they just want to shove it down our throats. Because like... It's everywhere, it felt like. I felt like I kept seeing that excerpt in every, you know, Lisa Clape as I was boring from the library. And I'm like, well, it might be because, like, Kathleen's supposed to be, have a sharp wit. And I was like, does she? I mean, I, I guess. But she didn't seem overly witty to me. Um, And I really, like, so there's the part of, like, She develops a friendship with his brother, West, and it's, like, all platonic. There's no weird, like, triangle bullshit. No. Um, And that was nice, but it's just her and Devon. I'm like, eh, eh. I mean, I guess. I guess. But I don't know why. Right? I mean, him being saddled with an estate that's up to its eyeballs and dead. No big, you know, the norm, right? Um... I do think I thought it was really interesting that like the estate gets out of debt in a way where no one needs to be married off to anybody or any of that. It's also interesting that this wasn't a 
I'm falling for Kathleen, but I have to marry a rich heiress to cover all the debt. Like, that wasn't a thought. This wasn't part of, like, it, it, that was not where the story was going. But there's just, again, I don't know um, what it was, but I definitely, like, of all the books for this specific series, if you're like, because it's, I mean, they're not that many. Um, the next book that comes out, which comes out this year in July, is book seven. So there's only currently six out. You can skip Cold Hearted, right? You really don't need to read it. I mean, you do get a little bit of Helen and Reese's book. And where Helen and Reese's book starts, you at least, if you read Cold Hearted Rake or skim through it, you can see the scene that sort of is the impetus for the very beginning of their book. But I also feel like you don't necessarily need that. Um, I think you can just start at Marrying Winterborn and go forward. Um, because yeah, no, it, it, it was, it was, it was no. And I think also what I found very disappointing was Marrying Winterborn surprised me so much because I also had seen Marrying Winterborn and just never really got around to reading it. Um, and that's because in that one, I also was kind of like, eh, about the blurb. Like, it's like, oh, you know, Reese Winterborn is, you know, he's got this massive department store and he's hella wealthy, but he's, you know, Welsh and not of the peer, of the peerage and people look down on him. And then you've got Helen who is, and it's one of those, like, we're going to get married and I'm going to elevate your status because I'm a lady and you are not. So I was kind of like, well, I don't know. And then I read it and I was like, oh my God, like he was so... They brought out, I think, so much in each other, right? I feel like Helen was so afraid and quiet because she's grown up in the literal countryside and never, right? In Cold Hearted Break, the girls all, like, they all go to London and none of them, none of the, the young women have been to London since they were, like, literal children because they're, like, mother and father basically sucked and their, then their dad died and then their brother was, eh. I mean, it's never outwardly said that he, their brother was a terrible human. He wasn't, like, the greatest, and then he did. So, um, it's just, like, I feel like we, that Marrying Winterborn, we just see all of this amazing emotion and connection between those two. And, again, their story and their chemistry and their their scenes in the first book, to me, overshadowed the main couple so then it was kind of like like I I feel like we could have started the book the series with marrying Winterborn right and just seeing Kathleen and Devon's story as like a secondary story in everyone else's books because honestly <laughs> if we're like like 100 by 100 percent honest they shut up and I novella actually a 0 0.5 novella like that might that maybe could have worked maybe i don't know like i definitely do think that the world building was well done it's just the couple <laughs> girl what the hell like no <laughs> like absolutely not like poor k but why um so i've i guess 
I wanted to talk about that because like Lisa Kalipas is definitely an author I really enjoy and the rest of the series is a series I enjoy and so a part of me was definitely surprised that I was kind of like eh about the book um about the couple and I'm kind of like y'all could just like nah you could just nah um because I do think that um uh and I think that sorry I had a small small brain fart I think it's really interesting in the sense that like for some author well no I don't think I ever read authors series in order at first because usually it's like I found a book like when I found Black Dagger Brotherhood by Derek Ward I found Vicious's book first when I found Nalini Singh I found Branded by Fire first like I don't think I've ever unless it's like a brand new series like when Nalini Singh was like here's my like contemporary like rock star series of course but that's because I knew her at that point if I didn't know her I don't know that that would have happened but I guess I'm thinking like sometimes I'm like yeah you should read it totally like sometimes my brain is like you should totally read a series in order but with this I'm thinking but what if you try to do that and that first book is just like so lackluster so lackluster because here's the thing if Helen and Reese weren't so captivating in this first book I don't know that you would ever want to read the rest of the series and I do think that the rest of it is pretty good um and also this is your very first Lisa Kleypas ever I don't know I mean are there worse books (laughs) as I mentioned earlier those books set in the U.S. oh my god um if you're like how bad could it be first book because it's a duo it's a duo I guess um isn't I mean you know it's like trying to run away from you know uh an arranged marriage to a, a brute um and so I end up with a man who is rumored to have killed his first wife um and it turns out of course he didn't but the second one A part of me is like, should I tell you? I'm going to tell you because I have to. The second book. She's married to his twin brother who is thought to be lost at sea and he is a pirate. And when I say who is thought to be lost at sea, because he actually isn't. They, I mean, he is lost at sea, but then he is found. So she ends up divorcing his twin brother to be with him. And his twin, the twin brother who didn't die to the pirate attack, different pirates, ends up marrying some Irish woman he always wanted but thought he couldn't marry because of class. So, homeboy is married to his twin's wife for a, f- a few days. What? what what (laughs) yeah yeah she she went I was like I legit at first was like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute because at first it isn't totally clear that she's rescued by her air quotes dead husband's twin because she doesn't even know her dead husband had a twin and then it's like it it would I (laughs) And then to protect the pirate twin 
the father claims because he's been injured the father claims that it's not the pirate twin but the other twin who's come back from you know dying listen i was like she wrote this she wrote this she did she is growth because that that i was like there's some iffy consent things it felt like they, they were just it's it's not um it's yeah it's words words (laughs) i legit was just like i see why no one ever talks about this lisa claypus because you 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 shouldn't you don't want to to just put it away just i should have just you know never um probably should never have touched it really um now i'm kind of wondering oh she's got others that i'm like oh these are not in the library sorry guys i like saw that there's stuff from like the late 80s that i'm wondering like what that reads like especially for uh more modern sensibilities but i'm trying to find the title of it um it's not even showing up in her other profile on goodreads she's probably like i just i don't need you to ever remember that i wrote this um but anyway so yeah i just i thought it was really interesting that this first book of this series that is a popular one was just so not not good um i was very much like oh yeah about that um nah just 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 nah just just absolutely nah (laughs) like please don't don't ever I don't want it um because it just ah here it is book one is when strangers marry which is uh the in the series is or the two books are from only valorans Valorans, um and oh this was her first novel with a1 books called only in your arms so she gave it a makeover and a new title oh interesting okay but here's the thing that first book okay and then only with your love is the second book and who girl who girl like that is i mean it's not it's it's it says published 2002. I'm willing to bet it's even older than that. And that this might be like, um, let me actually look at more details. It says 2002, but I really, I, it reads as much, much older than that. So I'm willing to bet that it may be, ah, it was a mass market in 1992. Yeah. The 2002 must be the ebook. Yeah. It definitely reads as an early nineties book. Like it a hundred percent is like, whoa, <laughs> okay, well, uh, that happened. Um, so yes, I do. I you know back to cold hearted to break. Also, I don't know how he was cold hearted. I guess we're supposed to be like he was cold hearted because he was gonna sell the estate and kick everyone off, but he doesn't. He doesn't sell the estate and uproot the tenants and no he's like 
I'm going to work between him and his brother. They worked their asses off to turn the estate around and like help the tenants. So where's the cold heart coming from? Is it supposed to be coming from the fact that he didn't believe in love? But if you read fucking historicals, none of these men ever believe in love. Love is like a bad emotion. Almost all of them, you know, I probably because they all come from families like marriages where no one loved anybody right because everyone's getting married for money and property and status so like i I don't know what's the the cold-hearted donde but i think like specifically hip like the way he is with his brother not cold-hearted so title is kind of uh book is kind of uh couple is definitely uh because for example, if we look at another, like, really, at least to my mind, popular historical romance series, which is much longer, um, since the Sinister series by Stephanie Lawrence, that very first book with Devil and Honoria, <laughs> hey, excuse me, yo, I have read that probably four or five times. Um, I've, don't, I haven't done that with other books, but Devil and Honoria, like, they are a couple that I'm like, yes, yes, I will return to y'all, right? And I f- feel like you read them, or at least I read them. Sorry, guys. I should stop at generalizing. I will try better. Um, I read them. And I was like, oh, I want to know more, right? And each of like the bosses and so gets their books, and then we start going into the generations. And um, anyway, that's a whole. But like that first book as a series opener oh yes yes absolutement perfection because it is such a well done book and you are rooting for these two you are rooting for honoria you're rooting for devil right you're like yes but these two Kathleen and Devon I was like okay whatever like they literally could have been a backstory and I would have been fine because I'm sure you guys have read series where there's a couple that gets their happily ever after as a backstory of other people's books and you're and you're happy with it well you know not everyone's gonna be happy but the general consensus is that was great that's what should have happened with these two they should have just been background that secondary like so then so hear hear me out you start off with marrying winterborn helen and you know and then you've got the the little teaser devon and kathleen and then you keep coming back to each next boat to get your main couple and see where kathleen and devon are see why why didn't she do that i don't know i really don't know and again i'm a little bit surprised um because I generally, you know, like Lisa, but this, I was like, mm, you can keep this. Should have kept this. And yet at the same time, I will say, getting to meet everyone else, right? The twins, Helen, West, Reese, getting hints of Severin before you even really meet Severin on the page, I enjoyed i enjoyed but um (laughs) um devon kathleen yeah no wasn't wasn't a party um it was kind of a bahamba no that's the wrong word doldrums 
dull, meh. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of what I I wanted to. And if you're like, so Esther, what are you saying? Like we shouldn't like obviously read the book if you want to read the book don't listen to me like because you might read it and be like i actually really like them because again not every book is for everyone um something that um a specific author who is a debut is having a hard time understanding and has turned it into a whole thing on twitter um and so you may read this and be like i actually really enjoy it but for me personally it did not work now marrying winterborn i heard all the people out there being like you should read this you need to read this why haven't you read this and i thought that they were cuckoo i thought that they were cuckoo for cocoa puffs and then i read marrying winterborn and let me tell you um that is a book <laughs> that that there's something about helen and reese together like that is a pairing that I really, really, really enjoyed. Like, re- like, and I didn't expect it. I legitimately did not expect it. Because like I said, I started with Pandora's book, went sort of, you know, forward. And kind of was always like, I don't know, you know, she's going to elevate him. That kind of bullshit. Don't really care. But, nah, Kleipa's, Kleipa's really like, did her shit with that one like to me yeah that's one of her top you know if we were gonna separate her books from like what is it god tier to like whatever i don't know what the tiers are marrying winterborn as a god tier lisa clavis where like cotter drake should be in the dump as far as i'm concerned but <laughs> what do i know what do i know um but yeah marrying winterborn and again i i was like i'm gonna read it i'm gonna kind of enjoy it and move on and then i like read it and was like what the fuck this has been out this whole time people have been talking about it this whole time i just read this like like i'm going to purchase an ebook probably well i might purchase a print copy i don't know um but i'm definitely going to like own it because I want to have it like for me in my library. Um, so it again, it surprised me because I legitimately did not see that coming. I didn't. I really was like, nah, that's not. I thought again, I'd read it and I'd be like, oh, that was cute. That was okay. And and Helen and Reese were like, no, girl, we're not okay. We are exquisite. We are wonderful. We are wow. Wow. Um, so, yeah. All right, I'm going to pause here. And then when I come back, we're going to do gratitude, latitude. Gratitude, latitude, gratitude, latitude, gratitude, latitude. Um, because why not, guys? Why not? All right. See you. Hear you feel you that was creepy let me stop welcome back it's now time for what i like to call gratitude latitude where the latitude came from general i don't remember um i just it it rhymes it works um oh i could say gratitude attitude 
I literally just thought of that. <gasps> Should I change it from gratitude latitude to gratitude attitude? <gasps> guys, guys, I think we're going to do it. You're going to be like, okay. Anyway, this week, three things that I am grateful for are, uh, you know, fun. First one, I got my first shot of the Pfizer vaccine on Friday. And I am hella grateful, guys. I'm hella grateful that I was able to get it, that New York State uh, was uh, doing its job, getting the vaccines out, because, thank you, um, in 21, less than now, whatever, 21 days from that Friday, I will be getting my second shot. And uh, the process was not difficult. The process was smooth. The process was easy. I felt safe. And I'm very, 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 very pleased. Second thing that I am grateful for. I don't know why I just did that. Anyway, um, so I'm moving and I ordered a brand new bed frame um, because the place that I've been living in um, was partially furnished. So there was a bed, but it's not mine. And I was like, I'm going to buy myself a brand new bed. So I got a brand new bed frame and it arrived and I put it together all by myself. And I felt really, really like happy that I like, cause guys, I have a bed, but also really proud of myself that I was able to like put it all together. Uh, solo dolo. Um, and just like really excited to like create an amazing sort of like oasis in my room like create just a place where I can rest and feel comfort and feel like I can just be like I can just just be you know without anything else just zen so I'm very excited about that and just really grateful that I'm in a position where I'm able to get a bed frame I'm able to get a new mattress like I'm you know not in a place where it's like, oh, unfortunately, like, all I can really, like, handle uh, money-wise is, like, an air mattress, which, like, I slept on that for, like, two years because bed bugs, um, because they don't like that kind of stuff, so it's not me being all like, oh, no, I'm too good for that, I've done it, but I'm really grateful that I'm in a place where I can, like, have a brand new bed that's only for me, um, and then thirdly, um so i don't know about you guys um but i've made a lot of friends um through twitter and instagram talking about romance novels right um and one of them did something that was really really sweet so she sent um so she had sent a galentine's card right and you're like esther we're in april i know but what happened was the address was was missing the apartment number um so it was sent back to her so she fixed it and sent it again and then i got it and it's this like adorable card with like teddy bear teddy bears gummy bears and but like more importantly there's like a beautiful message inside which like made me feel like really really nice and good and like like i got it and i was just like oh my god someone someone wrote me a letter um and then there were stickers too and i was just kind of like yo like it's fascinating because obviously you know if we think about our parents and even our grandparents generations like letter writing sending cards was like that's standard um but that for us now it's like we do everything like digitally 
and it's really nice to get something in the mail to open something up that someone thought enough of you to like put it in the mail and stick a stamp on it and you know for it to get to you um so that really like made my day um so I had to like stop and like go back and cut a chunk off because I was talking and then out of nowhere like three like so what happened was like a car went by like blasting and when I say blasting I mean like I could hear all of the instruments in the song kind of blasting um but it it drove by on the street and set off not one not two but three car alarms and all of a sudden it was just this horrifying cacophony of terrible sound and so I was like okay we're just gonna like cut off right where that nonsense starts and then like record again when all of them car alarms go off which wasn't fast enough for my liking but whatever it's fine they they have stopped now thank you Jesus um but as I was saying um I really appreciated getting real people mail um I don't know why I said that like would there be fake people sending mail uh technically spam mail anyway I digress. Um, so yeah, those are the things that I am like super, super duper grateful for this week. Um, announcement. So for 26, there won't be a new episode. And you're like, oh, bitch, por qué? Bitch, why? Because a bitch is moving. Okay. And so because I'm moving, I, um, I, I still have so much packing to do because I keep kind of being a bum about that so i i gotta pack my room um so i'm gonna be hella crazy busy i'm really not gonna have time to read and even if i have time to read i don't really think i'm gonna have time to record the movers come next saturday so um usually i record on sundays but sunday i think i'm going to just literally be like in my new apartment with my like roommate and just kind of be like oh god i have to like unpack things so due to all of that you know the bandwidth i've got is not big enough to do both but i will obviously be back um five three um with a brand new episode um because by that point you know i'll, I'll be set because i'll be in my new place um so yeah so next week sorry um but i've got this is episode 67 i've got so many episodes for you to choose from if you're like esther i've listened to them all well you might want to like re-listen to a favorite maybe perhaps um just a thought uh but yeah like that that's what's happening in in, in the life in the life but um oh okay i'm only gonna say i w- <sighs> nah i'm gonna say it so i Went on Idlewise and very nicely asked in my request uh, for an ARC, an advanced reader copy of Nalini Singh's next book, Last Guard, which I counted. If you don't include the novellas, it's book 20. Anyway, they decided to not say no. So they said yes. And I was able to read it. And holy shit. Um, You're probably like, why are you telling us this? I'm telling you this because I kind of want to like, sort of warn you um i'm going to for this book i feel like i'm going to talk about it a couple of times in the lead up to it being published and then 
after it's out, I'm gonna wait about two to three weeks, maybe, and then have an episode. Oh, unless I do an episode right before. I can't decide if I want to do an episode that comes out the Monday before it comes out, talking about the book and being like, this entire portion of the book is spoilers. So please, or this entire portion of the episode, whatever, is spoilers. Or if I should wait until about two to three weeks have passed and then be all like, still obviously tell you there's going to be spoilers, but at least that gives people more time to read. I'll I'll get back to y'all on that. But I'm just saying that I'm going to be talking about it um, in case you're like, what? Or in case you follow me on Instagram, you're like, I saw that she posted, she got the arc, but has she even like read it? I have. Um, as a, as a, as a massive stan, um, I loved it. Um, so many questions answered. So many more questions that came up. I am in awe of what she has created um and i'm really excited to see more but that's just because that's the kind of reader i am i'm always like better give me more better where is the rest better give me more um but i really really did enjoy it um and i'm just very very happy and i i i hope that at some point we can you know have in in person events and I can see her again. Um, I don't know if there are any spots left, but she had posted that she's doing an event June first. That had five hundred slots open and it's free registration. So check out her Instagram. Link was in the bio. Um, when I had registered, there were like three hundred and change spots left, but that was midweek of this week that just passed. So. I don't know if that's still the case, but it doesn't hurt to check out. Um, other than that, little like, huh, um, I think that's it. I mean, you know, uh, life, you know, has kind of whew, a little wild out here. Um, so be kind to yourselves, but kind to each other um, when you can try to pay it forward with other people um because it's a really if you can do it you know because we never know um what is going on um so yeah that's pretty much all I've got for you guys this week I'm going to be moving so a girl's gotta go pack so you can yell at me on Twitter and Instagram and be like, have you packed yet? Um, because, damn, it's just it's so hard. You got to put all the stuff that you own into boxes. But then there's all the stuff that you own that you don't really need or don't wear or aren't sure about. And yeah. Anyway, enough that woe is me. Um be kind to yourselves and to each other and um anything else i think that's it you know and eat good food guys life is too short to not eat good food i'm just saying (laughs) as someone who loves eating eat good food all right everyone have a wonderful week two weeks actually we'll see you on five three and by see you know what i mean bye